because when we talk about virginity it's always we're talking about about, women and it's framed around whether your husband will want you or not or whether he'll think you're worth it you didn't ask me if i want my husband oh i get it that actually as much as we can say no love yourself that's enough Mm. i don't think it fills us up 100 percent. hello and welcome to tms hot day i'm renee and i'm courtney we're back welcome to a midweek episode everybody how's everybody been doing (laughs) how has everybody been doing especially after this most recent episode episode it's a lot yes true heavy stuff on the mental health and if you haven't listened to this week's main episode we were talking about mental health literally and our experience with it um and just sad seasonal affective disorder i just don't think it's a coincidence that seasonal affective disorder is sad yeah it's really bad like it's cold outside it's dark from like 4 p.m um i need it to lighten up asap and it has been for months we it's are getting the girls are down bad i feel like when you get to like the end of september especially in yes, the uk yes october october is yeah and then things are wet and it's just cold Dark, i went out cold, to, i went up wet. to manchester um and it was snowy Stop. like f- like snow on the ground we gotta leave this place. it was freezing cold operation leave the uk man talk about manchester festival of praise was wait, amazing wait, 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 um festival wait. of praise i think is like a yearly thing yeah um, it's like a yeah an annual uh, thank you thank you for english <laughs> yeah, yearly sometimes act like you've gone to it's school the same, it's the same it's, it's the an same. annual thing <laughs> <laughs> hosted by i think it's hosted by the same church every time but it's it was hosted by um a redeemed church mm. jubilee rccg based in manchester mm. and they had like nathaniel bassey oh, my UK, oh, oh, my honestly sinatch who fave. i oh. realized has bangers that has lasted yeah. generations because see how many young people were in this arena like twenty one thousand people Singing i would say their, about their 70 percent of them were youth wow the youths yeah like less than 25 years the old uni students singing snatch and it's so true like we all grew up on her songs like wow. if you grew up in church and stuff but it was just so amazing to see beautiful like it's crazy young people are out here really the young people on fire the for thing, god man warehouse worship was there and they're blowing up a lot yes, they're yes, doing yes, an amazing yes. job so yeah i really enjoyed festival of parade bumped into a lot of the sisters whilst so, out there oh, I love yeah that. yeah some of you caught me like around the highway Screaming. i was just trying to do my worship have you seen that meme of that brat store it's not me but it was yeah. and it was so nice to speak to them but yeah that was that was my experience in the coldness Chilly. of manchester Chilly. well whilst you're in the coldness of manchester i was in the coldness of london yeah how was that wonka oh how was wonka no i loved it yeah guys yeah take me back to being it's a kid a i want to go feel. to his factory yeah like and it just yeah. made me think of Rodal being yeah. a kid. hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, reading like children's books, like just the purity and 
the joy in all. doing things like eating chocolate. Yeah, like, the height of serendipity. Wonka is like, it's such a feel-good film. It really is. Such a feel- And I am very surprised that Timothy Chalamet, I, I don't, I, I, I haven't watched anything thing. else with him in it. I know he's in Dune. Oh, I don't know who this will offend. Dune is one of the worst films I've ever seen. And that thing has won so many awards and I don't understand. Even from the trailer alone. Really? Yeah. It looks Stop. like they forgot to color grade it. D- no offense to anybody you know whose work that, that is. CPR grade. Very great. Yeah. Thing. So I've I've never seen his work. Terrible. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, was that him singing? I don't know. You know. Because if I it's not, research, he did it, yeah, 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 I don't know anything about him. But shout out to him. He did really, he well, did really as a, well as a Willy Wonka. Dune and Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka is very hard to follow. Very strong. One of the best characters very ever. Very strong. Very strong. Yeah, but no. Um, I love the characters yeah. in it. Little Noodle. Oh my gosh, my babes yeah. had her entire, you know, world. worst and riches stripped from this her whole world was uncle. turned upside down. Anyways, sorry. Spoiler well, that's alert. a big spoiler. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Eject. Eject. Oh We're gonna have to insert an insert spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. We're have to put in the caption or something. Sorry, guys. Wow, it's always me. <laughs> you should deal with that. <laughs> she said, you should deal with that. Work on that. Work we haven't on even that. said what we're going to be talking about in this episode, actually. We just jumped straight know, into it. I know. What are we going to be talking about? Well, CDB, yeah. I've got my agenda. What's your agenda, babe? On my agenda, we have slow living. Mm-hmm. Give me one second. <laughs> <laughs> For those that are purely listening, saying it slowly so you can yeah, remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I realized I wasn't going to remember. For those that are listening in and could not see me, I went to go and look up my notes. Um, Self love can't replace romance. Oh. Mm. <laughs> and uh, digital. This is so bootleg. <laughs> it's like someone is forcing you to. You brought these topics because <laughs> you know what yeah i've been thinking about these topics during the week yeah. so i had to note them down so yeah, i wouldn't yeah, forget yeah. them and, and clearly it didn't work. it's okay we're going to be talking about self-love can't replace romance yeah we're also going to be talking about uh slow living yeah and then we're also going to be talking about <laughs> <laughs> digital nah, whoever's digital modesty. This must think they must think i didn't go to school I'm telling no you. they must think we've never podcasted and- before <laughs> There's, they said, oh, bring on, bring on something about banter and all them kind of things. You see, when you're in flow. Yes. It's a different. flow state. When you're in this haphazard, chaotic. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyways, that was me. Yeah. What's on your agenda, Courtney? I saw a girl on YouTube post a video about how she regrets keeping her virginity. Oh. From a Christian Ooh. perspective. And it was actually such a good watch. Really? Such an interesting watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. We can talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Yeah, so it just popped up on my For You page and I thought, yeah. maybe i'm not the target audience yeah, <laughs> but um <laughs> but i watched it and she were i think her name was i even made a note of it her name was because you guys should go and watch the channel yeah um a journey with jordan so yep. i'm believing her name is jordan yeah um and <laughs> she said i'm putting two and two jordan. together um jordan absolutely amazing person um from the 12 minutes i watched of her very she was just very real and honest which was like you know Growing up in the church, mm. it was posed to her that if she kept her virginity, obviously I'm hugely paraphrasing, go yeah. watch the video for her actual experience. Yeah. But it was posed to her that like, if you keep your virginity, God will reward you with a husband and a happy marriage mm. and all of that. And it's like, now she's older, she's come to the realization that no, the promise, there is no promise 
to these things god does not promise us marriage doesn't promise us like this health happy perfect relationship if we remain virgins like yeah. we're we're remaining or remaining celibate abstinent we're going on this purity journey mm. because we want to honor him and yeah. that's literally it, that's it. That's um and i thought it was so real and honest because she was saying how like it's not that she would have changed her decision she would have still remained a virgin but she wishes people had told her the truth mm. about why she was doing it mm-hmm. and she wishes she had just had you know better motives throughout because now she feels a bit not disappointed but you know when like you feel a bit hopeless because you're like oh this this I've been doing this because I thought I would get this. Mm. And now I realize that actually I'm not owed that. Yeah. Now I feel a bit like, oh, I've been robbed of something. Yeah, man. Um, which I thought was just so nice and honest because this journey of faith is hard, man. It's and it kind of ties into that, uh, the main episode from last week. And obviously we released that clip around like the idolatry of marriage. And some people in the comments were talking about like, you know, it also relates to purity and virginity mm. and a lot of people holding their purity as like an idol, like yeah. a point of pride yeah. for themselves, thinking that it will guarantee them like the perfect life, the perfect relationship. But actually, that's far from the case. And some of you will even be disappointed because Ooh. some of the folks that you will end up with, shall they ain't nothing. They ain't nothing worse. They're holding on to there for somebody. You get the somebody, and he ain't nobody. You're actually not serious. But I think it's just interesting when virginity is framed as like this prize yeah. or this like oh. The, I think it's actually a really big. I wouldn't even say it's a blessing. I think it's mm. just a, a really big, interesting area yeah. within Christianity where it's like, oh, I'm a virgin. You hold that maybe above purity or above yeah. devotion to God yeah, yeah, or yeah. because of its complexity with womanhood and who we are as women. Yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, this huge sense of pride and identity as well for us it's like are you a virgin or are you not well if you're not then it means this about you if you are then it means this about you and it's like actually my relationship with god is what defines me and this is this is the thing right it's this continual policing of women's bodies yeah whether it is you know you're out here having sex or not having sex it's this whole idea of having to present as pure not to obtain any kind of consecration or closeness with god yeah but to obtain a husband yeah because when we talk about virginity it's always we're talking about about, women and it's framed around whether your husband will want you Eh? or not or whether he'll think you're worth it you didn't ask me if i want my husband husband oh you don't ask me if i want this man that's caught like 55 bodies yeah ask me nobody but all of a sudden it's oh your body count is over three. Oh, <laughs> you, you, you stop counting yours Halots. <laughs> <laughs> Halots. <laughs> you're a slot literally oh my god don't even this actually yeah, so, no. every time we do one of these episodes i'm just you dirty slut you, <laughs> you dirty slut <laughs> And you know what I love, like Nigerians, but Africans generally, but Nigerians, yeah. the intonation on certain yeah. things. So you have been sleeping <laughs> around. Literally, I didn't know you were just. just <laughs> <laughs> I had no knowledge ah. of you opening your legs for every time. Who in this compound has not been ah. with you? Anyway, shat, this is not a body shaming. Or, um, it's not body shaming. This is not, um, no, it's not body shaming. No, it's slut not, shaming. Um, yeah. <laughs> slut shaming. Ah, even <laughs> slots. Hey, yeah. God. Slots. I'm Where probably going to cut this out. Dirty scat. You dirty scat. If you watched last week. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we're talking about, the scats and that. But yeah, it's, it's just weird. Like So anyways, Jordan's video. I yeah. just thought it was really honest yeah. and very like... Um, 
what I liked about it was she even said in the video, like, I actually can't encourage you if you feel like, you know, you're a virgin and you're kind of upset about the fact that you're still single when like, God, when will all this happen? Like, I can't yeah. encourage you because I'm even struggling to encourage myself. Mm. And it made me reflect on this journey of faith, you mm. know, as two Christians, mm. that sometimes the resolve is just sobriety and the only place you can actually find encouragement and joy is the fact that God is who he says he is but sometimes you realize just how it's like if you realize so like when you realize that the tooth fairy isn't real or if like I'm I'm imagining for a child I never believed but like what was it about our parents where they don't like to tell us lies this is their hard-earned money I know they said you give me that Christmas list Number that you two, want Santa who? You're not going to worship anybody Mr. else. Mr. and Mrs. Klaus. God, who the who? hell are these white people? <laughs> and also, it's not something they grew up with, right? So you yeah, don't pass fairs, down fairs, traditions fairs, you don't fairs, know. Tooth fairy. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Tooth fairy. You want me to say evil spirit tooth in my fairy. house? Tooth fairy. Crazy. You just want stupid um, tooth fell out of your mouth. <laughs> somebody's coming to pick it up. <laughs> but yeah, like if you find out that Santa Claus isn't real... Mm you lose the magic, the magic you Christmas. lose the joy yeah. do you get what i mean yeah. and actually there's nothing on the other side of that it's just lost and you you still get presents exactly but like it may have lost the magic mm. it might have lost the magic that grandma was all- <laughs> 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 <Jesus>. Sorry. yay <laughs> yay somebody has two degrees yay <laughs> you may have lost the magic hey <laughs> Bilingual, <laughs> it's English and illiteracy. Nah, do you know how funny that was? Proficient in illiteracy. That's like the processing error. Proficient, proficient in illiteracy. Anyways, oh, um, you, it may have lost the. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? Malfunction. Literally yeah. malfunction. It may have lost the magic. Yeah. And yes, you still have the presence, but the presence doesn't seem as magical anymore. Yeah. It doesn't seem as exciting. And you're left with just the reality. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes that's with our faith as well. Like mm. there's a there's a sadness yeah. that comes yeah. with yeah. knowledge. Do you go? Know I mean, which mm. is, oh, once you come to this revelation that just because you're a virgin doesn't mean you're going to get the perfect husband. Mm. It does leave you a bit upset. Yeah. You know, not even upset, but like, it's like with Lamentations or the book of Ecclesiastes or sometimes even with some of the Proverbs, the truth is sometimes just burdensome. Sit Sorry, that. TMS hot takes is not meant to be heavy in Co- any way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unserious. Sorry, Unserious, but yeah, serious, just please. go and go and listen to um, A Journey with Jordan. It's funny that we're talking about, you know, video. virginity, romance, virginity. and all that kind of stuff, because I think it's a good segue into a TikTok video I saw. Mm. For context, for those that have not seen the video, mm-hmm. a babe was basically ranting about the fact that self-love and this whole self-care movement, self-love movement rather, is still not enough to replace the fact that she desires romantic love. A hundred percent. But not only that, that she, okay, so this was a woman who was plus size. She's like white. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was struggling to say white. <laughs> because you never know what's After up. your woggies. Yeah, your that's woggies, why. You <laughs> and race <laughs> tipped around it. That's Renee. why I said I have to I'm make joking. sure in the descriptions, you know, <laughs> this is the clips they'll pull up against me in 10 years time. Um, but yeah, it was a white woman who mm. didn't classify herself as conventionally beautiful. Mm. And she was like, I can't basically self-love myself into 
you know, feeling fulfilled when there is clearly what I feel is a gaping hole by, by like not having a exactly. But also the fact that like, oh, you know, everybody that I've been with has not been a serious person. And I feel Mm. like, am I ever going to get that romantic love? And I feel almost bad to admit it because Mm. everyone is, oh, self-love, these center men. I want a man. I want a man. (laughs) I want a man. Yeah, that's good. So where do you fall, Courtney? Can we self-love ourselves away from men? Can we decent? Can we decent men to the point of um, you know just living in fulfillment? No, decent are yes, but they'll be center adjacent. I do you know what yeah i hear what she was saying i do i think and you know what some of the responses i was like you guys are me now yeah here, some of the things they were saying i get it every like not everyone but mm-hmm. people have a desire to be with a companion mm-hmm. i have a desire to mm-hmm. be with a companion Same. you do um it's quite nice yeah it's, it's and it's quite it's normal quite, it's quite normal and i do think sorry that, bring your mic closer to you oh not me what do you call it it's really downstairs <laughs> um and I do think there is something to be said about us always going to the extremes. Mm. Like the self-love, decenter men, men are not needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely get it. And it's something that we've spoken about on this podcast yeah, a lot of times. But there is something in that persistent messaging of men not being important or me not needing a man yeah. that is almost delusional. That's actually a really good way to put it. It's delusional. A hundred percent. I think it is. I I think it's it's hard, right? Because you say like, oh no, like men are not the be all and end all, and they're really not, but they are some part of it. That you know. And I think being desire. I think sometimes this like rhetoric of like, oh, self love, love yourself, and that's enough, mm. comes from people who they have experienced being desirable having someone and then they realize that that's not enough to fulfill you so i completely believe in the validity of having a man love you is not enough for you to feel completely whole do you know what i mean however the same is true on the reverse whereas all you've had is self-love and then you also realize that that's also not enough enough to fill you um sometimes you do want to know that somebody else has you as their priority yeah somebody else desires you and wants you as much as you love yourself or whatever and some of us are even struggling with that you it does become helped by the fact that but there is someone who loves me Mm. you know like even when you think about your family or your friends like even when you hate yourself at least you know someone else likes, likes me. Yeah, someone likes me. Do you get what I mean? So there, to. there has to be something there <laughs> worth exploring. Um, and so I get it that actually, as much as we can say, no, love yourself, that's enough. Mm. I don't think it fills us up 100%. Not, not the same thoughts. way that friendship, love, like as much as we toot, toot, toot about sisterhood, yeah, it will still leave you wanting something extra. We nice. are multifaceted people and we live nice. very multidimensional lives. And so if we feel like I'm not getting it from here, mm there can still be this emptiness that we have to contend with. And it's sad. We get it and we hear it, sis, because sometimes you want some. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Actually, holiness is very real. Let's actually be real about that because a lot of people are like, oh, you don't need someone to like you. You don't need Firstly, I am a person made with an an appetite and a craving (laughs) for something. So what the bloody hell? Do you center (laughs) back? But sometimes you just can't, like, you can't fight against your natural 
desire for right. that. Do you know right, what I mean? Right, and it right. can just, it can be really, can be really sad. Like really, really sad. Uh, I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't want the mechanic card. I want the real card. Do you know what shocked me the other day? What? There are vibrators on boohoo.com. Stop. <laughs> boohoo. Renee. Was it Boohoo or Pretty Little Thing? Stop. One of the two. Boohoo. I think it might even be PLT, actually. One of the two. I was I was browsing for I clothes. Look. Yeah, look at the I look was at bra- so innocent. <laughs> so innocent. I was browsing for clothes. And you mm-hmm. know, I was on the phone to Mary, my little sister. Yeah. And so, you know, when you're talking to somebody, you're not focused on what it is you yeah, should be doing. Yeah. So I was just like looking at all the different categories and stuff. And then I saw well-being or wellness Stop. or something. I clicked on it. Then I saw like sexual wellness or whatever. I clicked on it. I said, I literally on the phone. She's like talking about one deep thing. She's like, oh, they're my assignments. I'm like, they sell vibrators. <laughs> On this website. Mary must have been like... And she said, what? And I was like, no, Mary, I'm looking at dildos, vibrators, and plugs. Wow. Well. Yeah. It's not wellness. It's not my It's not my stuff. Yeah. You know, no, it's no. not... I I'm it. not down with it. I but... hear... I hear... Yeah. But the reason we ain't down with it is because we want the real stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say something that is so off-brand. <laughs> But that's what TMS this is not a takes. safe space. <laughs> this is I don't care what you think. This is not a safe space. This is an interesting topic for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. If somebody you know mm-hmm. does something problematic, yeah, on the internet, yeah, would you confront them on the internet or in in real life? In real life first, first. yeah. In real life first, and see how they receive it. Yeah, and then if it's hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Given. I'm not trying to receive it, then you take it. Even even taking it on the internet, there's ways of doing it. Yeah. Because I think people are just so problematic when they're trying to like correct you and yeah. in in public. Yeah. They're not doing it because they're genuinely worried that it will lead people astray, yeah. but they're using it as an opportunity to virtue signal. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And like to dissociate themselves from the situation, like, oh no, but I'm not like that. I've seen you, we've gone for tea together. Oh, we are we are boys in real life. That's crazy. Yeah. Me. The reason why I say that is this is not about um NC, but like I recently this week, someone I know ish did mm. something mm. which I was like, Why the heck would you do that? Mm. And my instinct was, I'm not even gonna engage in a conversation because I know what you're doing. Like yeah. I know you're doing this for attention, yeah, or I know yeah, you're yeah. doing this for clicks, whatever. So I don't want to engage. But then a part of me was like, Oh, but publicly, mm. like you should kind of l- not look down. What do you correct? Yeah. Correct what is is being done. But then a part of me was like, hmm, why? And I I just think it's interesting because even even if that person has responded well to like private correction, mm. 
people may still expect you to publicly say something. Mm. And I don't think that's always necessary. Yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah, so I was just saying that because like, as much as TMS Hot Takes is a safe space, I want my reputation with people to be that I do things in a wise and safe way yeah, and not go. just use people for content. Yeah, I think it's cringy. It is and, and your, it's unnecessary. Your content can't be built around tearing people down. Yeah. Because this content game that everybody is in, it's tough. It's really And it's tough. very easy for you to have like started with good intentions yeah. or started with like, you know, I'm trying to do something that's impactful and it didn't land well. Yeah. And There's a just, lot of people like that. Now you've just got beef with people. For no reason. And people are going hard at you that don't know you from anywhere. Boy. And people that know you from somewhere. Exactly. It's crazy. Exactly. So be safe out here, boys and girls. Speaking of content, yeah. another thing that's popped up on the interwebs mm-hmm. um, is this idea of digital modesty. Yeah, talk to me about that. So I've been seeing a couple of clips recently around this notion of digital modesty being, hey, um, everything is so public and so online all the time. People are always feeling as though they're compelled to share everything about their life online. So digital modesty is basically not sharing everything, Mm. keeping things private, trying to be modest about what people have access to Mm. about your life Mm. online. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I believe in privacy. Mm -hmm. I believe in privacy. Um, It's funny, I saw another video. I don't know if it's the same, but um, this lady talking about like, you know how with Get Ready With Me's now, people are just so comfortable coming onto the internet naked. Crazy. And I saw, oh my gosh, it's so true. Like we've actually because of the nature of technology yeah there are no like there are no barriers sometimes to what it is you see or someone's life yeah. unless they've put the barrier up do you get what i mean like before you can't like even we live together you can't see me get dressed and leave unless i leave my door open mm. so it's kind of like we choose the doors we leave open even yeah. on the internet yeah and i think now more and more we are choosing to put up less yeah because of content like people are recording videos even as innocently we're recording a video right now in our mm, living room mm-hmm. so basically you've got entry into that space and whatever we choose to show on camera is giving you access to that space like to know what our rooms look like or our kitchen looks like or things like that yeah. and i was talking to someone recently and they were like oh you know sometimes i just be watching your episodes and i think oh my god what does their house look like and it really made that. me interest it really made me because it's a natural intrigue yeah. do you get what i mean and it really um, piqued my interest because i was like hmm it's so true like there are a lot of dimensions of privacy that we intentionally keep up but a lot of people also intentionally remove or just don't really care for yeah um so it's interesting because it's made us lose this sense of privacy mm-hmm. um and what we do need to keep private and keep sacred mm-hmm. um and i think it's interesting because i mean the more you share about your life the more people are interested in it and the more people are entitled to exactly. it too exactly yeah i thought it was a really interesting take probably just a fancy term for privacy, privacy. or like maintaining boundaries with the internet mm, digital modesty. but i do think it's interesting considering how much access people can have to us at all times mm. irrespective of whether we're trying to choose those boundaries or, or not. not so the fact that you can post up like a flipping tree and people will be able to source and locate that tree and like yeah and find that, you. it's ridiculous literally um so i definitely agree i think as much as digitization has enabled us to be so connected with people all the time it's actually working against us because we know all too too much much. about each other but without the intimacy that's required to Mm. be able to sustain meaningful relationships that are also reciprocated and i think it's also still like when i think about parasocial relationships i think in the extremities i think it's weird that people know everything about you Mm. but these people 
are strangers to you. Absolutely. Do you know strangers. what I mean? Like they Completely. know everything about your life, Completely. where you live, what you do, your whole life story. And not in a way that has been kind of like framed intentionally mm-hmm. to like support people, but just, oh, you know, I'm a creator or like, yeah. oh, I want to share things about my life online. Yeah. Now people know everything about you. Facts. Your whole career history. Facts. It's even the fact that people can stalk you so easily these days. Oh, uh-uh. professionally even and it's that thing you said about intimacy right like it's even the the intimacy that builds safety mm. like the internet isn't necessarily a safe place and you're not necessarily safe just nope. because you've shared not even in fact bit. you're less safe uh, the more you probably share at risk at risk high time it's quite yeah it's quite worrying it is quite worrying how much we share with the internet how how willing we are as well and i think it's because we we the internet is becoming our whole world to some degree right and we have profiles on the internet we have to maintain that profile we want it well some of us want it to be accurate to who we are in real life yeah but also because it's the main way we are interacting with people yeah naturally as communal beings we want people to have some kind of insight into our lives Mm. and so i just think the online is blurring into the real life and we're forgetting that online is not real life it's not real life and there's safety in that distinction there's crazy people in in real life bro crazy it's not good have you experienced anything like crazy happening from like the internet blurring into your real life Mm. i don't think i've experienced anything super crazy Mm -hmm. i think that there has definitely been moments of entitlement Mm -hmm. where folks will just kind of get in touch and expect things from Mm. you just because of what you share or what you post so Mm -hmm. it's like demands on my time or like hey i see that you do this Mm -hmm. can i have this of your time and Mm. i'm just like i get it but your approach was all wrong and like i don't know you from anywhere anywhere or it's like oh my least favorite thing right now is like can i pick your brains Mm. (laughs) 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 yeah what what does that even mean can i pick your brains it's like is that the way that you're going to? Yeah. So I think for me, it was, it's more so been the entitlement mm. of my time or mm-hmm. entitlement to, to my time mm-hmm. or um, oversharing. Yeah. And I'm like, I love like building intentional relationships and stuff like that, but it doesn't start with oversharing. Yeah. I, I don't know you as much as you may know things about me or things that I've said or like yeah. my, my viewpoints and whatnot. I actually do not know you. Yeah. And I think the focus should be on let's get to know each other first um so yeah just very weird like messages so it's just been like hey can you help me with this specific issue that is very sensitive and i'm like whoa i'm not the person you should yeah. be speaking to about that and i'm happy that i've opened the doorway for you to feel comfortable to talk about it i can't be your audience mm, boy that's good what about you miss cdb have you ever been yeah i, don't oh, know. I, I think i even man. know some of the ones that you may be thinking man of, it's tough i've been on the internet like creating oh, wow. content for like eight years and it's been a lot like i'm really thankful for it and for the most part I have an amazing community but there have been some interactions mm. like for example that thing you were saying people feel very entitled to your persona and who they in their mind think you are. And I'm not ignorant. Like I've created a brand and you create entitlement from the fact that you supply something, people get attached to that thing and want you to be that thing for them. And so I'm not hard on people for being for example if you see me outside and you're like oh my gosh like hey sis like there's that sense of familiarity i get where it's coming from we've created that do you get what i mean however when there becomes an entitlement or a demand on me being 
something you think I am, but I haven't said that I am. Mm. That's when I become a bit like, ah, I am still a person. Like behind this persona, there is a person and you need to allow me to be a person. And Mm. it's funny, I was having a conversation with one of our friends. We went for like a catch up lunch and she was saying, Courtney, don't ever forget that you owe people your wisdom and your perspective, but you don't owe them you. Mm. You don't owe them your life. Yeah. And like, there are parts of you, you can keep private. Mm. You don't have to share Necessary. anything or everything that you don't want to. You owe people your wisdom and your perspective. That's your service to people. But yeah. outside of that, you owe nobody anything. Nothing. And like, the more I deep that, the more I'm like, it's so true. Like I get to control what it is I say, what mm. it is I don't say. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. And keep those boundaries. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that. But for the most part, like I have had some people who try to overstep those boundaries, but like I understand that it's coming from a place of endearment almost. Mm. Like oh, I've been watching you for a really long time and you've helped me parasocially yeah. through some really tough times. And so I want you to also be there for me like this. And sometimes it's just on me to put the boundary and be like, I actually can't be there for you in that yeah, way. Yeah. Um, and it's sad because sometimes you feel like you're disappointing people, but also I have to protect my mental health. And there's only one of you. There we go. It reminds me of when people are like, oh my gosh, like I love you guys, this friendship. And mm. it's like, oh, trying to be friends. No. Mm. At this level, it's if you got clear. another 15 years in you, then maybe. Oh, D. G. G. Maybe. G. 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 It's not about taking us as the exact yeah the people you want right is when we're not going to be the exact fulfillment of what you need we're an example go Mm. and find somebody else that may be able to do that it can't be us sorry oh tough time love you though biggest man thing but you know what tough times tough times they never last they never last they never last which actually brings us to the fact that we said we were going to do dilemmas that we haven't so it's time for a dig 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 dilemma hey girlies this is going to be a short one love it love it um just how do you recommend finding career mentors? Okay. This year, I really want a career mentor and it's been something on my 2024 prayer list. Yep. Someone who can keep me accountable and discuss my next steps, especially as this year I am entering my final year of uni. Yep. I'm interested in the field of international development, dev finance. Is that development finance? I think so. Most Maybe. likely. Yeah. Or sustainable finance, which is quite niche. Would you recommend finding someone in my niche area or broaden out to general career advice? Thanks. Love you, sisters. Smiley Aww, face. Smiley face. I think you'd be good to talk about this, um, the fundamentalship and like that and whatnot. I'll speak very briefly on it and then hand it <laughs> over to the queen of sourcing the mentors. Oh, wow. Oh, I don't know how I got that title. Um... Are you okay? I was going to say, uh, what do you call it? Shout out, uh, Mr. Dream Nation. Mr. CW. Yeah, Mr. D- that's why I was hesitating because that man's going to banter me. Mr. But it's CW. Okay. I was, we have to send him this uh, episode and be like, you've been mentioned. <laughs> but we do love a good Claude, mm. actually one of the upstanding male members of our community. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, finding mentorship. Girl, what are you doing to add value? Because mm, right oh. now it sounds like you need somebody to fulfill a need, but a relationship is often about reciprocation. And I think the trap that many of us fall into is, oh, we just need somebody to fill us up, fill us up, fill us up. And it's like, oh, but in what ways are you hoping to also bring them value? Or mm. what ways are you, in what ways are you positioning yourself to present as a worthwhile investment? Mm. So yes, you have all of these interests, but what are some of the ways that you've actually followed up on your interests? Mm. Have you gone to any events where you could potentially meet mentors? Have you 
supported at any of these events have you signed up to any programs mm. is there any evidence of your proactivity through which a mentor can actually latch onto and say ah oh, this person has investment has um, investment potential mentorship is very much about investment mm. is this a worthwhile investment of a relationship will i see returns on this engagement not necessarily in the you know you being a business owner or mm. like you being anything but it's is there fruit is there a reason through which i should invest my time especially considering you're looking for a mentor so somebody that's likely to be a little bit further ahead in mm. their career than you what is it that you are hoping to give or how can you provide value in some capacity to make it worth their time in mentoring you mm. what are you showing about yourself that is you know a worthwhile investment i think it's very very important for you to yeah make yourself discoverable um, in terms of finding um, mentors for niche versus, um, you know, more just general. more general, I think start with general right now, mm -hmm. just because there doesn't seem to be any specificity in international development, international development finance. Like, is there a particular role progression that you're looking for? Mm -hmm. If so, then a specific mentor or at least advice from somebody mm -hmm. in that um, domain might be helpful. Um, if you're looking for general career advice or you think you could benefit from that in terms of exploring I think a good way to also start is make sure that you're proactive in that too mm -hmm. so you've done your research into these are the types of roles that you could have this is the space this is the landscape what does this look like mm -hmm. just so that you are again very attractive to the person mm -hmm. or whoever might be in your circle have a look at your circle who is within you know your network or who is one person removed two people removed that might be worth engaging with mm -hmm. um, and just generally making sure that you're an attractive candidate for mentorship mm. um and taking your time with it as well sometimes we're just waiting for somebody to oh, mentor me for like two years or three years or whatever mentorship can is usually something that's built over time mm. so don't be expecting straight off the bat every single person that you meet that is like slightly older or sli slightly further down to be like oh i want to mentor you yeah it might be you know progressive it might be a couple of sessions that you've mm. had with them it may be a couple of coffees that you have across the year um but definitely something that's a bit progression Ugh. english <laughs> it's okay Whoa. i said used hey <laughs> god almighty um something that's definitely a whoa. bit progressive yeah thank you look you know when you don't speak english <laughs> the english envelops your time jeez um but yeah making it being proactive mm. because it's necessary mm, mm. but that's just my quid pro quo no um, that was no. a1 advice oh thank a1 you a1 advice girl thank you i'm sure i completely agree i think sometimes it's you might you the people around you who you want to mentor, you may not have the capacity to mentor you, but yeah. they can do a coffee, they can do a meeting. So firstly, what are the questions you need to ask? Yeah. If they give you a little bit of access to their time, know exactly what it is you want to know, mm -hmm. whether it's about their journey, what they know, making your needs known as well. Yeah. I think a lot of people think they need mentorship when actually what they need is someone to open a door or put them in contact with someone. Mm. So know your needs from the bat and assess, what do I actually need from this person? Yeah. Is it a specific answer? Yeah. Is it continual coaching and mentorship? Or is it... um a contact or a connection or yeah. um, an opportunity as well. So really know what you need from people just so that you're not making demands for something which you don't actually need. Yeah. Um, I think, like you said, if you approach someone for long-term mentorship, even if it's going to be for a couple of months or a year, like you're saying 2024, mm. then um, know what you're going to offer them in return. So really analyze before you go to them, what are their needs? Mm. What are their current interests? What are they working on that you could give 
um, value to you. So if they're hosting events, can you volunteer? If they're starting a podcast, can you do the editing? Mm. That was like in my case. Or if they are, I don't know, starting their own project, how can you assist? Mm. Um, what can you just help them with so that you, the, the time that they're giving you, you're helping them save time somewhere else. Yeah. Um, because you just don't want to be another thing on someone's to-do list you actually want to be an asset and like you said finally you want to be an investment which means be excellent at what you're doing continue to brush up on your interests in terms of where to meet people make sure that you're in spaces that are common to both of you so places um relevant to development and things that you care about find yourself in those people but also sorry find yourself in those places but also most times nowadays you find your mentors on the internet man get to adding people on linkedin make sure that your profile is polished and people know exactly who you are what you're interested in where there are um areas of common interest and then send those messages man like hey i'd love to have a quick call with you this is me like a brief thing i'm a student or i'm a this and i'm looking to get into that and i'd really like your insight into this um and then they'll let you know what they have the capacity for and lastly a lot of us think that people are resistant to being mentors but actually people love it like people really actually want to help they're more open to helping it's just about what's the time commitment Mm. and can i actually be consistent with that Mm. Um, and also is this a worthwhile exchange for my time so people are just looking for the right mentee it's not that they're not open to it so just make position yourself as the right mentee Mm. the one who they need to be pouring into who will make you know be a great um who will create a great return on their investment Mm. um and if you do all of that the right mentor will come along also don't go asking for mentorship from a thousand people you only really ever need one mentor (laughs) because i I see that as well and i've even fallen into that trap sometimes i'm like oh my gosh you're a great person you should be my mentor mentor. no you should just be a contact you should be a friend you should be um, somebody who I can message from time to time to check in on but a mentor is a very it's a very serious position it's a very big commitment too. a very big commitment so sometimes not everybody is your mentor just because they're amazing yeah um so find that person who's really going to help you and sometimes it's not people who are a million miles ahead of you sometimes it's the person who's just a couple steps ahead of you mm. who can get you from where you are to where they are and then yeah. you find a new mentor for that next season that's what i would say yeah but, um yeah career mental just go for it man put yourself out there really put yourself out there love it yeah man well sisters we hope that you've enjoyed this episode this was basically a mashup of interesting intrusive thoughts. yeah man it was really giving intrusive thoughts i love that for <laughs> us though yeah well enjoy the rest of your week yeah. um, uh, if you like stay where you are <laughs> <laughs> if you like give up no god keep forbid glowing and growing um, keep glowing and growing now for real and let us know what other topics you'd want us to talk about so yeah. shoot us a dm follow us on all socials all and socials. stuff like that you already know man um, but yeah be great be good love go, you go let us know what your thoughts are oh kisses bye <laughs> ciao <laughs> small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.